time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. The countdown to retirement. That's what we're talking about on today's show. Welcome to another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter here with Glenn, founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting, registered financial consultant. Glenn Mosseller, the person to turn to if you've got questions about financial and retirement planning. We're online at RoadmapFinancial.com. Glenn, we've got a list of priorities on today's show to cover as you uh, you know want to keep these things in mind as you count down the fill in the blank to retirement, right? Like uh, some people's countdown, it might be days at this point, Glenn. For other people, they may be measuring in weeks or months. And I'm sure we have plenty of listeners that are still measuring in years. Everybody's a little bit different along that spectrum, right? Oh, <laughs> you got it, Walter. Almost everybody's looking out there somewhere or another. Yeah, exactly. That timeline may look a little bit different for all of us, but we're all sort of probably counting down to retirement, just not sure exactly how you're measuring it in your personal life. But no matter where you are in terms of weeks or months or years away from retirement, the tips on today's show will certainly help you make that countdown successful. So we've got a couple of good ones to go over on today's show. Tip number one, not necessarily a financial one, Glenn, but uh, it's a great piece of advice. No matter where you are in life, get healthy and stay healthy. And if we're being honest, Glenn, that does kind of have some financial implications, doesn't it? No, it does, Walter. I mean, you know, I mean, as, as obviously as folks get older, right? I mean, that becomes one of the big things in terms of influencing longevity and quality of life, right? And so, you know, and you get, you get into your 50s and 60s, you know, those are kind of the time, you know, and, and you know, 70s is as you get, as you travel along, along the, along the road, you know, that the, the, the longer you go, the, the greater the possibility of developing different, you know, you know, conditions and whatnot. And certainly the healthier you the healthier you keep yourself, then you know, the less likely that you're going to, you know, encounter those things. It doesn't make it, it doesn't make it so that it's an automatic guarantee that it's like if you've, you know, if you, if you're eating right and, you know, and working out and doing all the things that they, you know, they say do, that doesn't mean that, that you're going to be immune from anything, you know, bad happening to your health, but it's certainly you're putting the odds in your favor. And, you know, and, and so that gives you a higher quality of life. Again, you know, it's like if you, you know, if you're staying healthier, then certainly, you know, one of the areas that, that folks can end up spending a lot of money in retirement is certainly on health care. Well, if the healthier you are, then you're, you're again, you're putting the odds in your favor that, that you're going to have less cost there than, than you otherwise would have. Yeah, that's a great point and uh, an easy one to get us started here on our countdown list. So get healthy, stay healthy, going to help you out financially and get you, you know, get more out of life that way as well. Here's another good one, Glenn. Uh, tip number two, determine what you want to do with all your free time. Sometimes this is a bigger challenge uh, for some folks than it is for others. No, it is, Walter. And, and that's, that's a big part of the you know, discovery you know, conversations that I have with folks and talking about, you know, it's like, OK, well, what do you want your, re, you know, your day to day retirement to look like? Right. And, you know, and that and that's more important to, you know, to figure those things out and what's important to you and your life and going forward and, and to the people you care about, you know, and how you want to influence that and what, what you want to be a part of. And and all of those types of things are very, very important to determine. And that that goes into having conversations with, uh, you know, with the significant, you know, the significant people in your life, obviously, your spouse or adult children, all of those kinds of things. And for figuring out, you know, you know, how are you, you know, what's, what you, what is your day to day, um, going to look like? 
you know, what are the major things that you're wanting to do? Do you have big travel plans? Do you have, you know, do you have some, you know, do you have some hobbies that you want to do? Do you want to, do you want to, you know, spend more time with the grandkids? You know, there, are there, is there volunteering things that you'd like to do or causes that you would like to either contribute to or, or contribute your time to? I mean, there's, there's all of those things that, that are, that are there, Walter. And, and a lot of folks think about that and they say, well, yeah, you know, that, that, you know, I, I'll handle that, but you'd be surprised. It's like a lot of times folks are so focused on their careers and their life and making a living that when they reach retirement and they actually pull the trigger and retire, they kind of flounder for a while. And sometimes they never quite figure it out because they don't, they've never really asked the questions or had the conversations with the people that they should be having conversations with as to what it's going to look like and, you know, and be like that, you know, you can sometimes diminish the, the quality of the retirement years. And you really want to make sure that it's like you're really getting all you can out of it and enjoying it to the, to the utmost. I like that a lot, Glenn. And uh, yeah, I think that's this should be the most fun part about getting that countdown to retirement going is starting to think about what you want to do with that free time, start daydreaming a little bit. All of that, I think, is really important. All right. Something else that we can do during that time, and this may kind of go hand in hand with what you're going to do with some of that free time. And this is more and more common we're hearing, Glenn, is to start thinking about a post-retirement career. People no longer quitting working uh, cold turkey, are they? Yeah, no, it happens, Walter. And I mean, and it, it, it can happen for a variety of different reasons. You know, some folks do it because it's like, well, you know what? It's like, I'm not, I don't have quite as much money as I wanted to have saved for retirement. And, but at the same time, I'm feeling pretty good about where I'm at. And it's like, I don't necessarily have to keep earning what I'm earning. You know, if I dropped back to part time or doing something that I enjoy a little bit more or whatnot, then, you know, that, then I, you know, I could, I'll spend, you know, a few years doing that and that'll help me maybe postpone. So, you know, the, the, when, when social security gets, you know, gets triggered, you know, there's a variety of different things that are there. There are some folks, to just simply say, you know what, I don't know what I would do if I if I just you know outright you know stopped work, but I'm a little bit tired of you know, or maybe a lot tired of of doing you know what I'm doing in this particular job, and you know very very oftentimes folks in their careers have developed you know a, a skill set where they can actually either go out and kind of create their own business you know or or possibly do consulting type work and it, it, interestingly enough sometimes that can actually be as you know be be as you know you can ha- you can be paid as much or more for doing that and, and having less time and less stress than if you continue on you know in, in your path depending upon again your skill set and you know and and you know your contacts and those kinds of things but there it's becoming more and more kind of a part of that conversation of is what it's going to what is retirement going to look like and for a lot of folks it's just you know it's like okay i'm retired it's all all one fell swoop just boom here i am i'm retired other folks it's it's more of a it's more of staged right it's like i i'm going to i'm going to do this for a few years and i'm going to do this and then you know and i finally reach this age or when i feel i feel like it's the right time then i'm going to pull you know just pull the pull the rip cord and just go to full retirement but 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 a phased retirement is is becoming more and more you know something to think about, and a lot of more a lot more people are doing, particularly too when you think about you know the you know your your life expectancy because life expectancies continue to you know to you know to you know to be up there, and if you're thinking in terms of you know well I'm likely to live into my you know to my 80s or 90s, well you know I mean that's a, it's a long time to just you know just uh, not do much and just be quote unquote retired, right? Depends upon what you're what you're doing and how you're doing it, but but it's something to 
certainly consider and think about. Good points there, Glenn. I think that's uh, a lot to think about. And boy, what a advantageous thing for people to have in their arsenal now, you know, that what used to not be an option to have that kind of post-retirement career gives a lot more people some flexibility these days. I view that as uh, certainly a blessing for many folks to be able to take advantage of that. Uh, Speaking of taking advantage of opportunities, hey, there's some things that happen as you get closer to retirement when you're in this countdown uh, where you have more opportunities to save. Well, that's exactly right, Walter. You know, I mean, there's there, there's a scenario I think we talked about a few shows ago when we were talking about, you know, you know, once you you get to age 50 or you're age 50 or older, you know, you have, you know, those those catch up provisions that allow you to put more money into your, you know, into IRAs or 401ks or those types of retirement accounts. Right. You know, and, and most oftentimes, you know, folks are in their peak earning years when they, you know, when they're in their 50s and beyond. So, you know, you have the you have the ability to, you know, to do that a little bit more. And depending on your situation, you know, very oftentimes, you know, folks have, you know, some of the expenses in terms of, you know, of, you know, of the kids and, you know, and taking care of, you know, kids in terms of college and different things like that. A lot, a lot of times those expenses or those costs, you know, the, the things that you, that you, that you, you know, you're doing or, you know, obviously wanted to do, but, you know, there, there, there's, there's, it reaches a point where suddenly some of those end up dropping off and they're no longer, they're no longer there and they're no longer vying for, you know, those, those, you know, that, that, that cash flow on a monthly basis. And it gives you the opportunity to put more money into those retirement type of accounts or into other accounts that, 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 you know, that might be alternatives to that. And in any case, just putting more money away for, for, you know, for your retirement years and, and that type of planning. And, you know, you certainly want to try to take advantage of that as you, as you see the, you know, the the little bit of openings there, either by, you know, the, the rules have changed a little bit or your particular, you know, personal circumstances have changed a little bit and you have more cash flow and the ability to put more money away for those retirement years. Yeah, we saw that one pop up just a couple of episodes ago and covered a few more details there. Go check that out. If you have more interest in learning about some of those opportunities to save more, uh, check out our Retirement Birthdays conversation, and uh, we walk through some of those kinds of things there. Uh, Make sure you are going to retire debt-free is another something you can kind of put in your to-do list in your countdown to retirement. Now, uh, that might be hard for some people, Glenn. I mean, how essential is it that we get debt-free, and and why is that so powerful? Well, what I would say more, Walter, is even more specifically than that. I mean, it's it's not necessarily debt-free, but, you know, because, I mean, there are situations where it may make sense to continue to have a mortgage, and some folks would look at that as like, well, hey, if I've got a mortgage, I'm in debt, right? Well, it's like, well, you certainly have a liability, and, you know, it's another conversation about, you know, how indebted you are if you've got significant assets and cash flow that, that, that help to offset that. But, you know, without going in too deep in the weeds about that conversation, you know, it can make sense to have, you know, to have a mortgage, you know, and possibly maybe a reverse mortgage, maybe just having it paid off and having a traditional line of credit where you have access to some of the equity. Maybe you're going to move or whatnot. But, but the, you know, the, the mortgage is, is, a, is a, you know, it's like a very specific to your situation as to whether or not you should, you know, whether or not you want to have that paid off or not, you know, if maybe you're late in life, you know, or late, I'm sorry, you're late later in life in the retirement years, but you're late in the life of the mortgage, and maybe the vast majority of your payments are going to principal. 
possible. It's like you might just say, you know what, it doesn't make sense for me to to just pay that off. I can just pay it off slowly over time, and I and I can I maintain the the access and control of these funds, and I don't really have that big of an expense, right? You might have a scenario where you buy you know you buy a car or you, you know, some home improvement where you were able to you know to finance at zero interest rates. Well, I mean again, you know you, that might make more sense than just taking a lump sum of money out of an account that's either that's either potentially growing for you or is is there as your emergency fund you know and why why drain that account if you're if it's if it's not having any ultimate you know interest cost to you you know you you, you maybe just be able to just spread it out over time and you can you can fit it into your monthly budget instead of just draining an account and now suddenly you've got to try to replenish that account and as 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 everybody knows i mean life happens and things happen that that you weren't expecting and if you had just drained an account or you know dr drastically reduced the amount of money that was in an account and then something unexpected comes up well now all of a sudden you might have put yourself in a situation that you didn't need to be in just because you said Okay, well, I've got to pay this off. You just have, you got you get you know you really want to kind of look at what are the dynamics around that. But in general, Walter, I mean, the idea is is that you want to be you want to be as debt free as it makes sense to be. And and but the, the sometimes cash flow makes makes reasons to have certain things where you may have may, may have payments. You know that that may still be an okay thing. Again, it's a it's it's not a one size fits all. But just be aware that you don't want to be in a situation where you've got a lot of personal debt or credit cards where you're, you're you know, you're getting, you know, really, you know, clobbered with lots of interest payments and whatnot. I think that's more of an important thing as to as to making sure that you're not in that situation. The, you know, the other I think is, you know, it's a particular situation. Let's look at the let's look at the merits of of having some structured payments versus having something completely paid off. Are you with me, Walter? I'm with you. Yep. So look for those opportunities to, you know, close out that debt a little bit, but make sure we're doing it in a smart way and, um, you know, really analyzing it, not just, uh, you know, the, you want everything to be intentional in your retirement plan, Glenn, both on saving side and also the paying off debt side and the investment side. So uh, that, that resonates through all these pieces of advice I can see. Uh, here's another one for you. Uh, reduce the risk in your portfolio. This one needs to be like highlighted and bolded, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt about it, Walter. I mean, you know, and, and, you know, and again, it's for the vast majority of folks, right? Because what we're thinking in terms of is, is as you're transitioning towards retirement or, or you're within a few years of, of retirement, you know, the, you, you know, you don't want to be, you know, 58 or 60 years old and, you know, and, and, you know, and, and putting money away and investing like you were 38 or 40. Right. I mean, because you're in a different place in life, you know, you're within a within a few years of retirement. Maybe you're a little bit beyond the, you know, the late 50s or early 60s. Maybe you're in your mid 60s. Right. And so, you know, now you're you're in a you're in a scenario where you you're you know, you're if you're pulling money out of the, of your retirement accounts for, you know, for monthly cash flow. And you, you know, you, you've got to make sure that that money is going to be reliable, right? You want to make sure that it's going to be there for you. And you're not in a scenario where you're having to, you know, to draw money out in an inopportune time, you know, and, you know, and you're, and you're in a, you know, dramatically different place because of market forces, you know, you know, just, you know, reduce the value of your account. And now you're forced to taking, you know, distributions for years and a, difficult in market environment. Now, I mean, that you may say, well, you know, that's the, you know, that hasn't happened in a long time. Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time since we had like a 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, or 2008. But 
but you know, as as we're as we're you know as we're talking about you know market conditions right now, there's you know it's it's, it's very turbulent times in the markets, and how it's going to get resolved, you know, is 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 still yet to be determined. And so as we as we go as we're going along, you want to be aware of how you're positioned, and you know, and do you have a way of, of protecting money that you're going to be drawing, you know, as income, you know, from you know from you know lots and lots of market turbulence for for an extended period of time. It's it's critical that that you really monitor the the risks that you have in the retirement years versus what what you what you're experiencing when you're in the saving for retirement years or what we would call the accumulation years because when you're in when you're in accumulation that's one frame of reference and one mindset when you're in preservation and distribution it's another and and not only is it a different mindset but it's different strategies that come into play as to how what are you what are you going to have that money do for you and how is it how are you going to achieve that you know through throughout your retirement years Good points there, Glenn, as well. All right, last but not least, this is the countdown to retirement. Uh, some of the things to be thinking about, no matter your timeline, what you can do. Uh, Glenn, that was the list that I had. I'll, I'll leave the last one up to you. Advisor's choice, if you will. Anything you'd add to this list of priorities? Well, I would say, you know, I mean, you really want to, you really want to kind of look at what are you, you know, what what advice are you taking? To whom are you listening? You know, and what strategies are you are you employing? And, you know, there are situations and and you know and and where it where it makes sense to do certain things at certain times you know in your life, right? I mean, as we were just touching on just a little bit ago, there are there are three different distinct phases of your financial life, right? There's the accumulation years. There's the preservation and then the distribution years, right? And then you have to ask yourself the question, you know, it's like, well, am I employing the right strategies for where I am in life? You know, am I working with the right advisor? You know, there are a lot of advisors out there that are extraordinary in terms of helping people save money for retirement, right? And helping them grow their account values, particularly over time. Right. But that's not always the case that those same advisors have the have the skill set, you know, or the inclination or the or the background to help folks navigate through the retirement years. Because oftentimes, as we were just saying, is is that you there are different strategies that are there and there's a different mindset that, that's there, not only in terms of what the, for for the advisor, but also for the for the you know for the retiree or soon to be retiree. And so you really want to make sure that you're you know, that you're following a plan that makes sense for where you are in your life. You know, you, you can you could be following a plan that makes sense, but it doesn't make sense for you. It makes makes sense for somebody else who's in a different phase of life. And that's a that's a critically important distinction. And a lot of times folks, you know, make make the mistake of transitioning into retirement, but they still have the same strategies in place that they had when they were saving for retirement. And and oftentimes that can end up ending up, you know, coming back to bite you just simply because you're in a different place and, and you're no longer making contributions to those accounts. You're actually trying to preserve and or distribute money out of those accounts. And that becomes a, a wholly different strategy and mindset as to what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. Good points across the board, Glenn, and appreciate your perspective on all of these things. So there you have it, a couple of items to keep on your list as you count down to retirement. And no matter where you are on that journey, if it's in a matter of days or weeks, or if you're months or even a couple of years away still from retirement, 
Uh, it's time to get on these different things, some food for thought as you work closer and closer to that exciting day. If you've got questions about how you can accomplish some of these things, how to walk through some of these questions and make sure that you're well prepared for that financial future, pick up the phone and give Glenn a call and talk it out. 336-291-3535 is the number to call. That's 336-291-3535. And always online at RoadmapFinancial.com. Just click the free consultation button at the bottom of the page. That's RoadmapFinancial.com. And look for free consultation to schedule your time to visit. And you can do that remotely from wherever you are, uh, meetings over Zoom, or in person if you're in the Greensboro, North Carolina area as well. Glenn, appreciate your help today. Thanks for the guidance. And we'll look forward to another episode next time around. All right, Walter. Take care. Join us for new episodes each week, and don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. This has been the Retirement Roadmap. We'll talk to you again next time.